It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into today's episode, everybody. I'm Johnson Sports Guy Hickman. Another episode of Locked On Texans, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, joined by Cody Davis, none other than Cody Davis. We got a, a very exciting show. Cody, give them the rundown. Let's get things kicked off the right way. Yes, sir. And on this Wednesday installment of Locked On Texans, John and I are going to take a look at which player is the most important player heading into their week four match against the Buffalo Bills. And then we're going to close out this latest installment of Locked On Texans by looking at the comments about Justin Allen from David Cully, who, ladies and gentlemen, had an opportunity to coach Josh Allen during his rookie season, which was Cully's final season as the quarterback coach for the Buffalo Bills. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get this Wednesday installment of Locked On Texans kicked off by looking at which player has benefited the most from Lovey Smith becoming the Texans defensive coordinator. And for me, John and listeners, the one guy that came to my mind is Jacob Martin. And I say Jacob Martin because, as we all know, going back to OTAs, I came on the show and everybody know by now that Lovey Smith actually switched Jacob Martin from a linebacker to a defensive end. And now here we are, three games going into four games into the regular season. And I must say, Lovey Smith did a very awesome job by switching Martin from a linebacker to a defensive end. And the reason why I say that is because it helps Jacob Martin utilize his skill set as a pass rusher coming off the line of scrimmage and then it also helped improve the Texans' defensive front as well. Because, John, I'm pretty sure you could attest to this as well. As we enter the fourth game of this regular season, I think we could all say one of the best things that we saw from the Texans was that defensive front. And Jacob Martin has been a tremendous reason why we have saw this defensive line look really good through the first three games, especially considering that Trevor Lawrence, Baker Mayfield, and Sam Darnold all of those guys actually had a couple moments where they struggled to get the ball off because of that defensive line. And a big part of that was because of Jacob Martin. You know, I'm going to go with a defensive back. I'm looking at Vernon Hargraves, right? In the first three games of 2020, he gave up 103 yards, one touchdown. 
89% on the field and an average of 90% QB rating compared to 79 this year. He's on the field more, but 91 playing 91% of the snaps, zero touchdowns, 83 yards through the first uh, three games. And for me, Cody, I think he's just in a better situation with this zone defense. Throughout the game, uh, when they played the Panthers, there are key plays that you see why Vernon Hargraves and the arrival of Lovey Smith work hand-in-hand right now. The first play uh, only had a gain of six, but then the back door on that same drive on third down had a big pass breakup uh, to go to the fourth down on DJ Moore. That second drive, he stepped up in his zone, took away Christian McAfee from that play initially, then followed Donald's eyes as he was scrambling, trying to make the play and then make the play on DJ Moore, who came back to the football. He also took Roby Anderson away from a 10-and-out route on that third drive. And DJ Moore, I had that sideline catch, was a great play. He ended up catching it, but Vernon Hargraves was in the area to make a play. So he's been around the field throughout the games, uh, and you're seeing him develop more and more as a zone cornerback. He's getting that confidence, already has an interception on the year, no touchdowns. I'm looking at what Vernon Hargraves can do. I think Houston and this defense brought in by Levy Smith is playing more to his strengths, right? Not really a good man-on-man cornerback, but as far as zone, he's been able to solidify himself as a zone cornerback for this defense. But it does go back to departing, rather, from Bradley Roby. A lot of people were upset about Bradley Roby being moved, but the case that I was making was when we look at what Houston wants to do this year, it makes, it makes sense, plus they're getting it third round back, but it makes sense because Bradley Roby struggled in the zone. That's just what it is. He's a great man. Corner. I think New Orleans got him for a great purpose. He would be good in New Orleans because of what he can do, but here in Houston, it just wasn't going to work out philosophy-wise, schematically-wise. And Vernon Hargraves has really, really had an opportunity to kind of jump as far as expectations through the first three games so far compared to last year because he's more comfortable. He's in the offense. I'm sorry, he's in a defense where he's asked to do what he's good at, and that's sit in those zones, read those quarterback, the, the quarterback eyes, and, and step up and take players away. And one, one play that I mentioned, when he stepped up to take away Christian McCaffrey on that play, that was on the second drive on second down, when he stepped up to take away Christian McCaffrey, so that took away Sam Donald's initial read. Went back and watched some film today. That took away Donald's initial read. That forced Donald to step up and then find scramble to find another uh, another receiver to throw the ball to. And then he took away DJ Moore on that very same play. Just able to use his speed, use his eyes, and be more of a factor in this pass offense, in this pass defense, rather. And another guy I want to mention really quick, because I do want to give him his respect, especially after a terrible year that he had last year, was Whitney Merciless. Um, he's another guy that Lovey Smith had to make that transition from a linebacker to a defensive end. And we definitely did not know how to feel about Whitney Merciless becoming a guy who was putting his hand in the dirt. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he said the last time that he played with his hand in the dirt came, I believe it was in high school, if I'm not mistaken. But yep. here we are three games into the regular season and Whitney Merciless already has two sacks when last year, I believe that was his total number in general. So, you know, Lovey Smith, when he, when he came here, there was a lot of, you know, is his, 
Tampa 2 defense out of style? Does he have the type of players in order to succeed with this? Especially, John, I remember um, we, you and I, after the Texans hired him, to be their new defensive coordinator, you and I actually took a moment and just take a look at, you know, what he did in college and his defenses in college was terrible. I think there was a year they was giving up an average, almost 30 points per game. And, you know, that wasn't, it wasn't like, Oh my God, we got lovey Smith. Our defense is about to, you know, look better than it was last year, but three games, three games in, we have to give respect where respect is due. Lovey Smith has done a really good job. I just hope that it continues. Yeah. And, we were talking about in the offseason where given the talent, given the guys that they brought in, a lot of two-year deals, basically on one-year deals because Houston can move on, or one-year deals, we were looking at what Levy Smith could do with this defense. And one of the things we said was if they are not at the tail end defensively, if they're in between, I think like 25, between 25 and 17, that's an improvement from last year. And I will say this, zone defenses in college, those quarterbacks, those that offense, those offenses that they put together in college are meant to find a receiver, a speedy receiver that can find a zone, hit it, and then use speed to get out. And that could have been what it was, right? Uh, just not being able to have a good zone defense put together because well, Maryland was in the, in the Big Ten. And so they're going hand in hand. But throughout the first couple of weeks, Houston is not the worst defense in the league, right? Houston has been able to get after the quarterback. Houston has been able to create turnovers. Houston has been able to look totally different than what they did last year. And that's a plus. And I think a good choice right now, Whitney Merciless, who I still believe – it's taken away too many snaps from some of the other guys, but he has looked better. Uh, Vernon Hargraves, I believe, has looked better. And who's the, who's the, uh, who's the first guy? Uh, Jacob Martin. Jacob My Martin guy, is Jacob on the Martin. Field. Right, we love Jacob Martin here. He's on the field more, and he's giving Houston more opportunities to get after the quarterback. So it's not like he's playing better. We just have a coaching to realize he should be on the field more, which is a smart move in itself. Better online. Okay, go ahead and go to betonline.ag. Let's make some extra money together as a family. Football is back, and BetOnline is the number one spot for all of pro and college football action this season. Got a new updated site and interface, even more odds, even more props, even more contests. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. I'm going to transition over to how you can continue to save money by doing your everyday life. I know you get gas, right? Texas fans, listen up. Rockets fans, you know, anybody. Houston fans, listen up. Got an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas. Every time they fill up, just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN for NFL or baseball for MLB and get a 25-cent bonus per gallon just for filling up. That's up to 50-cent cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app on free for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN for NFL or baseball for MLB. 
And continuing here with this latest installment of Locked On Texans, John and I thought it would be important to see which Texan player will be the most important for the Houston Texans as they head closer to the week four match against the Buffalo Bills. Now, look, the Buffalo Bills, they have been on a roll the last two games. And for me, the one guy that I'm looking at, and this might and this might catch you, catch you off guard just a little bit, John, but the one guy that I'm looking at is Justin Reed. And no, this does not have to do anything about his performances because I believe after three games in, Justin Reed has been by far the Texans' best defensive player. But Reed is also coming off a knee injury. And as we all know, Reed did not play in the Texans' Thursday night match against the Carolina Panthers. And we saw without Reed, the Houston Texans' defense can struggle. Going into this game, especially going into Buffalo, it's going to be very important for Justin Reed to get back out there on that field, especially if he's healthy, because the Buffalo Bills over the last two games, they have averaged 39 points per game. They have recorded close to 800 total yards. And just to be exact, 795 and 504 has came in the passing game. We know they have one of the best quarterbacks out there in Josh Allen. You know what the, how good and how diverse their receiving core is. If Justin Reed isn't able to go or if he isn't 100% or close to it, this Texans defense is going to struggle. And by the way, I just gave you the damage that they did over the last two over the last two games. This is a team that did this against the Washington football team and the Miami Dolphins, and I think we can all agree that both of those teams, without a doubt, have a better defense than the Houston Texans. Justin Reed, you know, of course, hoping for a speedy recovery. As a matter of fact, later on today, we're going to get word on whether or not Justin Reed is going to be able to play Sunday's game. I think he will, but the Texans definitely need Reed in order to stay competitive against the Buffalo Bills. Justin Reed is a good pick. You're right. They're going to need him in order to have that quarterback on defense. And I, and I went back, just like I saw some things for uh, Vernon Hargraves, I saw some things for the safety group. And I think that when, when Reed comes back, I think Houston should make the switch to have him and Lonnie Johnson pairing together hmm. uh, instead of Reed and Murray. Totally agree. And by the way, we thought that was going to be the starting safeties to begin the season with. We did. And obviously there was something there. Lonnie Johnson didn't play the first game due to some injury. The second game he played, he was active, played more than last game he started. So it, it could be one of those situations where, you know, maybe they wasn't trusting his body at the time. But when Reed went out, he I think he played fairly good against the Carolina Panthers. But no matter what Houston does defensively, the, the Bills are going to be the Bills' offense right now. Trayvon Diggs, I mean, Stephon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs, by the way, if we could just talk football for a quick second. Trayvon Diggs had a game for the Dallas Cowboys, man. Going up against his old teammate, Devontae Smith, had a pick six. I picked up Dallas defense at the right moment in fantasy, <laughs> by the way. But he had a great game, uh, just to kind of go back. But he got Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen. They have a very good running back by committee. Cole Beasley is another guy, right? That offense, the Dawson Knox has scored, too. So he's going to get involved. That offense is going to do what it has to do, which is why I'm looking at Davis Mills to keep this Houston offense involved here in Houston. 
Uh, well, they'll be they will be in Buffalo, but I'm looking for them to be involved. And so one one of the things that we got upset at throughout the week, well, uh, after Thursday game was the fact that we thought, and they came out and admitted it, they handcuffed Davis Mills a little mm-hmm. bit too much, right? And on that TD drive, let me tell you how impressive he looked, man. That first, well, the only touchdown of the game for Houston to Anthony Miller, David Johnson was Miller's first read. They brought Johnson on the motion sweep. And if you look at it, he looked at Johnson, saw that was taken away. And what we have been asking him to do, which is one of those times that he did, went through his progression and found Miller uh, in the back of the end zone. So they're going to they're gonna have to find creative ways to make his life easier. But Houston's offense ain't going to go right now if they're handcuffing him, if they're limiting him. They got to open it up, trust what he can do, trust his arm. That's why he's the player I'm looking at to have a big game on Sunday. Without Mills, you know, having one of those drives like he had in the second quarter where he let him down, had an impressive TD, Houston ain't going to do much nothing. And I'm looking at a situation where if they go into the game handcuffing him against Buffalo, it can get out of of line, out of hand quick because, like I mentioned, they're going to score their points. Houston has to do a good job of trying to keep up. And this defense has improved. Right now I can see them in a bend-on-break style of defense where – you may be able to move the ball, but we're going to create turnovers. So the yards ain't going to look as bad that we're giving up if we're creating those turnovers and we're not getting a lot of touchdowns put on our head. So eventually that offense is going to have to do something, which is why I'm looking at Davis Mills to be the player Sunday to keep those keep those positive things going. And it's going to, it's going to go to the coaching staff. It's going to be up to them, Tim Kelly. And, and, and David Cully, they're going to have to have the confidence in Mills to make those plays. I also want to say that Ross Blacklock is another player on the defensive side of the ball who I think Houston is going to need to, interior-wise, to create pressure coming from the, the tackle spots. Houston's going to need him to play as well as he did on, on Thursday as well. Really quick before moving on, John, to your Davis Mills point. I do believe in order for that to happen, the next guy that I'm looking at, and it's not even a guy, it's just a group in general, that offensive line. And you know, on yesterday we sat here and we gave Laramie Tunsil his flowers. We talked about how great this offensive line has looked to start the season. But this is a Buffalo Bills team that is coming in this game, and they have already recorded nine sacks for the season. And Once again, I understand that this offensive line has looked good, but going back to that game against the Carolina Panthers, they did give up four sacks. I believe two of the four was Davis Mill fault, just holding on to the ball a little bit longer. Um, To your point, John, not being able to to pick up the blitzes when it's coming, but that offensive line is going to have to do a tremendous job keeping the pocket clean in order for Davis Mills to be comfortable to go out there and showcase what he can do. This week, a limited time offer from the best protein bar ever, which is Bill Bar. They got that cookie dough chunk. They also got nine other delicious flavors. Coconut, coconut, almond, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everyone. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, go ahead and look to get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bill Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too with 17 grams protein, 
only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs, right? Go ahead, make the order today. Go to billboard.com and use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at billboard.com. You don't want to miss out on that deal. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked On Best Podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag wherever you get podcasts. Cody, before we get up here for today's show, I wanted to talk about the comments and the praise from our head coach, David Cully, about quarterback Josh Allen, who he coached for one year. And that year, uh, Josh Allen's rookie year, nobody, and I'm on a train of saying, I didn't think Josh Allen would ever have the year that he had last year. But this is why I think Davis Mills is in a good position. Just like Josh Allen exceeded expectations with time and the coaching staff that built an offense around him, David Cully, Nick Casario could also do the same thing for, for Davis Mills if they choose to make him an emphasis moving forward for this franchise. If if they choose, right? If they get enough out of this year, say let's move on with it from next year, for next year, then maybe he'll be in a better position because they'll be able to build something around him. But back to Josh Allen, David Cullen said he's become one of the top quarterbacks in the league. He continued by saying, I know when I had him as a rookie, he has everything that you want. I'm not surprised that he's where he's at right now. I think, remember last year, he was maybe number two in the league in MVP voting. He's a heck of a player, has all the things you want. He knows Allen. Been winning for a year in Buffalo. That was his rookie year, which is a long time from now. Uh, but the praise from Josh Allen, I don't I don't think David Cully is scared of what they're going to do. I don't believe that. But with this praise of Josh Allen, how prepared will Cully have this team ready for Sunday? Because they will be going – listen, they open up the season against a rookie quarterback, right? And, and Trevor Lawrence. Then they go to Baker Mayfield, who took Cleveland to the playoffs for the first time in forever. And then they go up against a revamp uh, Sam Darnold, who's in a position where he he's more comfortable in, in Carolina. So they've gotten better quarterbacks from week one starting now. This will definitely be their best quarterback they've played to start the year on offense in the last couple of weeks. They're rolling now, right? You know, how much of a game Plan does David Cully, Lovey Smith, Tim Kelly, everybody involved in their coaching coaching staff room? How much a game plan do they have around limiting Josh Allen in those big plays that he's known for with that big arm? To be honest with you, John and listeners, I don't really think it even has to do anything with David Cully or the coaching staff. I think it's actually more so of the players going out there 
and executing. And I say that because, you know, that press conference took place on Monday. And later on in the day, we had an opportunity to talk to Justin Britt and we had an opportunity to talk to defensive back um, Trayvon Smith. And the one word that I noticed both of those guys used was focusing, being able to go out there and focus and execute the game plan at hand. You know, it, it's, it, it looks like it's one of those situations where, look, the coach can give you all the preparation and stuff that these players needed. But at the end of the day, it's going to be up for these guys to stay focused, to go out there and trust their teammates, which is another thing that both Justin Britt, of course, him talking about the offensive line and Trayvon Smith, of course, talking about the secondary as a whole to trust their teammates in order to go out there and slow down the Buffalo Bills. Because as I just mentioned, you know, Josh Allen, I think we can all agree he is by far, you know, a top 10 quarterback in the league. You know, the debate comes, where do you rank him? Do you rank him in the top five? Do you rank him in the bottom five? But at the end of the day, you're playing against a top 10 quarterback. This is a team who, once again, like I said in the second segment, has averaged 39 points. And that was against the Washington football team and the Miami Dolphins. So, so, so once again, John, you know, I hate to repeat myself. I don't really think it's more so the coaching staff. It's just whether or not the players have enough to go out there and execute the game plans, which brings me back to another point to bring this whole show back around is another reason why it's going to be very important for Justin Reed to be out there on the field. Not only Justin Reed, I will say this, with the zone defense, they're going to need a lot from their defensive front four. Huh. They're gonna they're gonna need th- those guys to create pressure. So they're gonna need a game from Jacob Martin. They're gonna need a game from Red Lopez where he can kind of stuff that middle and make it harder for teams to run on them. They're gonna need a game from Ross Blacklock and Jonathan Gennaro, like they just got out of them on Thursday, where they're able to get off uh, those offensive linemen and make plays in the backfield. And not the thing about it is, so Ross Blacklock has one sack on the year, but Ross Blacklock should have, I believe, four. Right, and two times he's he when he got right to the quarterback. I mean, hugged him a little bit, just put them to bring him down. Josh Allen is a big guy, man. You know, was six five, six four, six six, something like that. Mm-hmm. He's a big guy. He's hard to bring down. He's kind of like Ben Simmons, not Ben Simmons. I'm sorry, Ben Roethlisberger in his prime, where it's just hard to bring Ben down. That's how Josh Allen is. And so when they get those opportunities, they gotta take those opportunities. Right, because that that that'll be the difference between third and fifteen and third and six, third and four, mm-hmm. just getting after him, and then allowing those DBs to sit back in those zones and occasionally bring blisses. I think this is the perfect week to use Zach Cunningham to get after the quarterback, make him that fifth guy mm-hmm. at that at that wheel linebacker position to get after the quarterback. So it's going to be a whole. A whole like game plan around getting after Josh Allen and not missing opportunities. So I think Houston has missed some opportunities, even though they've been better this year defensively. They, they got a couple of sacks left on the board. Ross Blacklock, especially. I'm Johnson Sports Guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans. Take those same fingers and go to YouTube. Excuse me, go to YouTube and follow us and subscribe. Like and comment on YouTube. Locked On Texans, baby. You know what to do. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.
You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.